Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Over the Top Row Podcast. And of course, my name is D.A. Duke, and I'm alongside my co-host, the homeboy, Darth Messiah. Good evening, and welcome to Masterpiece Theater. No, welcome over the top row pass. What up? Well, that's about <laughs> I didn't go anywhere with that. Yeah. That was kind of gangster. Like and that. to the right of me is... Y'all boys already knows Alex D. motherfucking Hill. Hill. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Over the Top Row Podcast. Um, of course, just want to say thank you very much, everybody, for joining us today on this lovely Wednesday, of course, at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, if a lot of the people who are in the chat don't know why the Over the Top Row Podcast is on at 8.30 p.m., it's because we just make the rules, okay? Uh, also, on top of that, guys, make sure you guys check us out on all audio platforms. We are not only on YouTube. We are also on iTunes. We are also on Spotify, we are also on Pocket Cast, we're also on audio platforms 151693.com. You can check us everywhere, all over all of the audio platforms. So be sure to check us out. Hit the download, hit the like, hit the share, comment, tell your friends about the Over the Top Row podcast. Let them know that we are not only visual, we are also audio. We are also an audio platform as well. With that being said, guys. WWE announces their first ever, first ever pay-per-view event, all women's only pay-per-view event. How do you guys feel about this, this announcement that Steph McMahon had? Now, but first, I want to ask you guys this. What do you think the announcement was going to be first? Because I know, I guarantee you, you, would, you probably weren't thinking of a pay-per-view. You were thinking of something else. Uh, I, knew what, I knew what it was, and then they changed last minute. I was like, huh, that's not what they was... <laughs> there was a lot of rumors that people were talking about tag team titles. There was a lot of ridiculous rumors. Yeah, too. it was it was yeah, just but crazy. It, yeah, but the tag team thing wasn't ridiculous. It was I know they were doing, was, they're that doing was, it, but just not right away. Yeah, I no, I thought no the, uh, no the way it was they put the show it off, but Sasha Banks got on Twitter and posted um, the first ever tag team women, and she was like, "Look at me and Sasha back in the past," and WWE took it as a spoiler, so they just cut it out for the time being. But that was the, that was gonna be part of their big announcement because that little whole Triple H talk uh-huh. was supposed to be that long. Yeah. See, and, and and that's that's the thing. Everybody thought maybe the announcement was going to be that whole uh, tag team, uh, that whole tag team situation, whatever that they were going to do a whole tag team for the women's. I think it would have been a good idea too. Uh, don't get me wrong; that would have been perfect. It's coming, it's down the road. You know, it's yeah, down the road, and of course, because they're doing a lot of things for the women Did nowadays. So, the Nikki Cross was up there. Yes, yeah. that was the first thing I noticed. Yeah. Like, they, she they, was the, they she was the one I was, I was like. What? She was the one that was more eye-catching because she was the one who was more excited about the situation. Because she was dead center next to Roman. <laughs> yeah. That made it more weird because I'm like, like... They should have tucked her in the corner with like all the way on the corner with Finn Balor. But that's just it. I don't think they could have because you realize they, they when they showed off the crowd, they showed them. But once Stephanie said women's play real, they started showing off every trick that was in there. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she was going to get seen regardless. But she's been doing mad house shows, but they still wow. bring up to the main roster. So why the fuck are you... Even, with the, even, with the- <laughs> even still, though, even still with even insanity being in in um in SmackDown fighting the New Day, like it's it's kind of crazy now how we're starting to see all these tag teams come along now. You know what I'm saying? Of course, the insanity is losing matches, and you know they're they're not like they like they were in NXT. Nope. But nobody um, is. yeah, well, nobody <laughs> is. But apparently, uh, at least we get the chance to see them fighting and competing, and at least. Getting there and doing the thing because, of course, they they made amazing matches such as Insanity versus New Day was actually a great match, you know. Um, but 
so I always thought, I just thought, you know, it might be just a tag team thing. It might not be like anything else. I didn't even know it was going to be a pay-per-view. But how do you guys feel about this pay-per-view? Like, what do you guys think? Now, let's let's talk a little bit about what this pay-per-view is going to be about. No, no. What this pay-per-view is going, how they're going to go with this pay-per-view. Meaning, let's talk a little bit about the match card that's set up here. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I know definitely down the line a lot of people who already know the match cards of how the men work you know how they have uh the the beginning of the pay-per-view which is the start then they have the middle of the pay-per-view which is mid card then they have the last main event now how can this whole thing be set up where the women's pay-per-view Cannot be the same as the men's paper. Well, it's 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 very formatted. It's not really much you can go off, like off schedule. It's just following following the September pay per view. All the women's feuds and whatnot are going to change slightly mm-hmm. to direct it towards Evolution instead of um, what what is the men's pay per view that month? Is that Hell in a Cell? Hell in a Cell, yeah. Yeah. So instead of Hell in a Cell, everything's going to be directed towards Evolution. And you're obviously going to have your two main women's titles. Mm-hmm. So one of those are going to be your main event. Uh, you'll probably, I think they'll probably end up doing a Charlotte Oscar rematch for like that for Correct. whatever. Yeah. They'll probably be the main event. Um, and then you'll have the NXT women's title that might start to show. That'll be a curtain jerk because yeah, yeah. a it's not the on the main card and b it's to really get the crowd hype. Was like, oh they have an NXT title here instead of on Takeover. Yeah, and then. At some point, it probably the probably the co-main event will be introducing the women's tag titles. Okay, and then everything else in between will just be filler, like a regular pay per view. Maybe, but, and, but it's going to feel special because it's the first. Women's and and the good thing is, is you, what you just mentioned right now too is maybe they might introduce the tag titles at Evolution. That's at this point, that's the only logical thing to do. It, yeah. If if it's going to happen, most likely it's going to happen. But if it's going to happen now, let's let's think of tag teams now. If they, if they were to introduce the tag team titles, you already got the iconics. Who's the iconics here? Uh, Billy Kay and um, Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce. Okay. You got uh, Riot Squad. Mm-hmm. You got um, Absolution. 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 Okay. So you've got you've got three you're, four you're, teams already. Yeah, you already got three teams, and then. You know they, you know they're gonna pair Sasha and Bailey until whatever the fuck they can figure out what the hell they're gonna do with them. Yeah, you can use Becky Charlotte if you have to. Yeah. Now, but it, now Naomi, Nia Jack. Now let's think yeah. about it. You know how every pay per view has or, an or actual... Naomi Tamina if she ever comes back. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> even to think about how the pay per views are set up, of course. Now main event, who you think in main event this card? Like somebody be... that's gonna be. It's legit. either Charlotte or Alexa. Pick one. It's, it's going to be well. You know, when Carmella. I don't think she's main event. Yeah, but she. Yeah, but did we, we ever have a, a, a tag team, uh, a tag team uh, match with, with the titles as a main event? Not recently. We're, it, we we got to go been back a while. to like the Attitude Era. Oh, really? It's been a while since they've done that. Like, because Vince years. doesn't like tag teams. But anyway, that's why. That's why Miss Taylor. Long. Yeah. We're going to have a 20-man tag team match. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, this is about right? to be dope. He's the god of tag teams, bro. Word. He's the god of tag teams. I don't care. I don't care what problem you had. Go find your partner player. <laughs> you better have a tag team. I'm, I'm like, tag what? Team match. Like, he don't have nobody like him in the back. Now I got to see how this go down. Uh, Andy says, Kelly Kelly and Warman Reigns. <laughs> be a W-R-O-M-A-N. That Reigns. Sound, that sounds so... So dykish. It sounds like no, so it drag sounds, queen. It, so, it sounds like uh, uh, 
karma's gonna come down the ramp and do something. I wouldn't be surprised if she makes a return. Yeah, I, I want to see her come back. She, 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 she lost a lot of weight. Yeah, because she got married. You know, I, I guess I guess she was like, "Fuck this! I got to fit in this nice dress." <laughs> um, what you call it can also show up now. A lot of women used to wrestle when um. And um in TNA, mm-hmm. a cool with everybody in WWE having oh, them yeah. come over there because like OD like ODB drives a food truck that she does. Now I'm telling when they're in the city, she's in she's in the back with them chilling, taking pictures. Mm-hmm. So she still hangs around with them. I think one person they will probably won't let back there is Victoria because every time she had a show, they won't never let her in the back. <laughs> the Boomer four eighteen. What's up, Duke? Carmella would never main event. She's hot. She can't wrestle worse than. Eva Marie. She's not that yeah, bad. She's not that bad. She's, She's not that bad. I don't, I don't think Carmella's that bad. You, you crazy. Carmella's not that bad. Tri- 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 and Carmella knows how to speak. Yeah, she I'm knows say, how to, she has a lot of mic skills. I was about to say, Triple H don't put his faith in people that he know they can't succeed. And Carmella's one of the people that he put his faith in her. And as right now, she's kind of succeeding when people would think she, she wouldn't. She's the female version of Enzo. Basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Impact is Jericho, says Andy. Yeah, Yo, that's, if you show my impact, I'm watching Impact. First of all, Hands one, down. you got to watch, watch it impact. now. Impact is good right now. I'm watching now, it now. Yeah. I, well, I haven't watched I'm, it, but I'm, I heard Impact happening. is good. I don't know what channel they're on. Oh, I know channels are. It's called uh, YouTube. Now I'm talking about this. Somebody <laughs> picked the full thing on YouTube. <laughs> I know. It's always on YouTube. Yeah, I just YouTube. Carmella you know. kicks and screams. That's it. The Boomer 418. No, no, not really, man. I, she actually puts in, in the ring, bro. She actually really does good. So, I mean, you know. Definitely, she definitely came, don't don't sleep on Carmella. She, she came a long way from not knowing no, Lorraine, doing none of this shit to mm-hmm. actually doing this shit. Just yeah. like, just like Bliss. Lesa Bliss came from doing female bodybuilding competition to being like the top chick on the roster. Mm-hmm. You gotta give people a chance. You just can't give E Marie a chance because she just sucked. I don't care. What Alan Labrie, what's up? What's going on, Alan Labrie? Make sure you hit that subscribe button for the Over the Top Row podcast. Be sure to hit the notification bell as well. For anybody who hasn't hit the notification bell, hit it now so that way you can know when we go live or we have special things coming up for you guys. So, um, so now let's let's move forward with this whole pay per view thing. Now, let's say, let's say you want to bring back somebody if from they- the Attitude Era. To get into this women's pay-per-view. Well, first off, they said there's going to be 50 women on the card. That means they're bringing back a good 20 people from the history like they did for the, the Battle Royal. The, the Battle Royal Rumble. Royal, the Royal Rumble, okay. So we're looking at Trish Stratus. We're looking at Lita, Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCool. Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Molly um, Holly, Ivory. All the ones that are still in shape. That's basically well, who's coming back. Shit, well, tell the truth. I don't know because, um, was it, not, uh, not Tori, uh, Stacey Keebler, she won't show up. She just had her other baby. Oh, yeah. So, you know, she probably not going to want to leave. Bree, you know, Bree will be there. Yeah, Bree and Nikki will they, be there. They'll be there no matter what. Oh, Rebby Hardy. That, that would be a great debut. First of all, Imagine. one, I wouldn't know how to act at this point. <laughs> I just wouldn't know how to act. If, <laughs> like, like, let's say she just interrupts a match. Rena goes black. Lights come back on. And she's just deleting everybody. First of all, one, I just want the Rena go black. And I just want to hear a real piano play. Oh, yeah, or that, too. If she got real piano playing, she's, like, so weird in the back playing the real piano. You can hear it all in the front. I'm going to be like, I'm double pay view. That was the main event. Everybody, that, that was turns, everybody starts turning into ashes when she starts deleting <laughs> like everybody. No- <laughs> everybody just starts turning into ashes. But what happened? You know what? Here's a tag team. Ribby Hardy and Nikki Cross. That's a tag team. No, you, you know, work. that would never be bad yeah. at all. Crazy with the lead. It'd be like almost like the Delito of Worlds. Exactly. <laughs> that would actually work. That would work. You know, but you know Vince. Hey, Vince, I <laughs> want credit. <laughs> but you know Vince. That would work, damn it. I get it, but I'm saying I want that. That you know, don't work. You know what? It don't work, damn it. Then like two months later, I like that idea. Put them together. You're like, son of a bitch. You, you know what? Yeah, I, like the, I like the Vince McMahon in WWE camp. 
So <laughs> that's the Vince McMahon I like, bro. He is he funny. Did, he, that is the coolest Vince McMahon ever. He is funny, bro. We can't let John Cena leave. We never leave. The camp goes down. Yeah. <laughs> and bring back Sable to the pay-per-view. She was Marilyn Monroe of pro wrestling, Sable and she was not, fine and sexy. Sable, Sable was the, the the real porn star of WWE. She didn't. She couldn't really wrestle as much. Nope. And nobody really cared because she would nope. get naked like that. Yep. So it made no sense. Like you bring her back, unless she getting her, does she take her clothes off in this PG era? I don't want to see Sable. At I'm all. gonna tell you what's gonna happen. Sable comes back, she beats Alexa Bliss for the title, and she never shows up. Well, that makes sense for her because Brock don't let her lead a compound like <laughs> yeah. that, so it makes sense. You know, you go home with that belt, we won't see you for nine years. She's like, what? <laughs> so the belt is gonna be gone for nine years? Wow. Yo, and, yo, and then they just start taking all the belts out. They start Ellsworth take the take the IC title. They take the IC title. We're gonna send you back to the indie circuit. Your ass ain't coming back either. You're gonna we're gonna have one belt and it's gonna be a United States title. King Joker, <laughs> they need to bring back the Braun Panties match. Uh we're a long, long ways away from that. Yeah, I mean it, it, in it's, it's time it was good. And it was time in its time it was good. Right now, nah, it's not really that good. Uh Marvin, bring back China. Yeah, indeed. Bring back China. Definitely. Well, we might as well bring back Benoit already. Yeah, hey, there we go. I was waiting for somebody yeah, to say it. Yeah, of course. Why not, bro? Why not? If I summon the Dragon Balls, that's the first thing I'm doing. <laughs> that's a, I swear that's the first thing I'm doing. I wish that what WWE is your, could. What is your first wish? I wish that you could not Chris Benoit again. That's what happened. That would be funny, if, if, bro. See, I wish for that. Or I wish for that. I wish Chris Benoit was in Hall of Fame. Wait, wait. You know how the Dragon Balls, you have to wish very specifically to get multiple people to come back. Yeah. I wish for wrestlers who died tragically to come back. Man. So you get Benoit, Guerrero, and Owen all in one. I tell you right oh, now. Oh, yeah. I, I tell you now, knowing my wish, I would wish for Benoit to come back in Hall of Fame. And I was going to be he'd be like, that person does not want to come back. I'd be like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. uh, no. Wish me to him. How about that? I'm about to fuck him up. No, but <laughs> imagine that. Just summoning the Dragon Balls. Goku Goku gets defeated by Frieza, and the world is about to end. <laughs> and the only thing you think about is, bring back Benoit. <laughs> All you, all you hear in the clouds is this doo 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 All he just come flying down and dive headbutt on top of freezer. <laughs> like, boom! Like, whoa, he cracked the earth. Lord, he cracks the earth. Chris Wadden came from heaven, died, and went right back. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> they're definitely going to bring back a lot of uh, a lot of the women from back in the day. And I know, I really want to show up. I yeah. can't wait to see, but I want to see some good, good surprises, man. I don't want to see no, no... No, gonna, anything that I just seen already. But it's gonna be hard to do a good surprise. That women's way rumble will bring back all the surprises of people that actually still can get in the ring and wrestle that mm-hmm. we know from the past. Yeah. A lot of other ones don't want to do it or can't do it no yeah. more. Like they don't, they just can't. So it's like it's, it's not like we don't know who's who gonna show up. Just we don't know where they're gonna show up and yeah. like what's gonna happen. We just we know the whole list of all the legends that could possibly come back. Hell, half of them still work in WWE for mm-hmm. here and there doing things like yeah, we know Molly Holly gonna show back, back up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Like you she know. gonna show up, she'd be in the back teaching girls at we, the performance we got, center. We got Molly Holly, we got um You got Irie, you got Jacqueline. Who's you, the who's the other girl? I think I had I had her I have her Instagram that um Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson, yeah, she come, she she's she's gonna come too? back. Yeah, she, was she has like this uh, this whole um, workout routines that she's been doing or whatever. She don't look the same. But no, no, no she she actually cha- she looks older, bro. She looks yeah. real old, like you can see in her face. Yeah, man. but you got look at Irie, I- Irie and Jacqueline, like the two oldest ones there next, like May Young and Fabulous Moolah, and they look younger than did most of the chicks on the roster still. 
she just looked like she looked the same. Like somebody put a picture side by side, and I was just like, "Let me go to that page real quick." That ain't that ain't her. <laughs> that shit just bothered me. I know Tori Reynolds can't come back. They don't uh, like her. They hate her with a passion. No, no. Uh, bring back Vicky Guerrero. Bring back Stacy Keebler. Wait, wasn't Vicky in the Royal Rumble? Yeah, she yeah. was in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, well, she, excuse me. And then when they threw out the crowd, the crowd still cheered. Yeah, they pop. Hell yeah, they pop for her, bro. I don't give a fuck how. I don't uh, give a fuck how mad you get mad at Vicky and her no neck. People still cheer for her. Bring back Peter Griffin's sister, Miss Marvin, <laughs> bro. Oh, yeah, she was hardcore, bro. <laughs> she made Peter Peter so yeah. bring a stutter back. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I single Bill Clinton as the only male referee at all women pay per views. And Hillary Clinton kills all women wrestlers. You know what? I didn't think about that. What if they had all women referees? They probably take, they, they probably take the one from NXT. Okay, they got two now. Yeah, I noticed that. They do. Yeah, yeah. they got two, they got two women um, referees at NXT now. They got the first chick they hired. I didn't and even some think other about chick. that. They should. They might as well. Yeah. They might as well because we're because we're already going to have you know we're going to have the most beautiful ring announcer there. Jojo. Yep. So and they'll probably end up using Charlie or Renee also for the ring announcing. Yo, who will be the commentary though? I don't want to hear Ronaldo or no. Oh, we can have, we, we could definitely have some girls. As, as I would love to see like Beth some Phoenix legends. Doing some NXT, right? Yeah, she used to for a while. So her and her leader, and remember? Lita. So we probably use them. But who's your lead announcer though? That's the thing. It had to be like Stephanie. I don't know if I want Stephanie as the lead announcer though. I don't either. But Stephanie would be that one middle person that you don't control neither one of them two because they don't work for you. But but Stephanie, I don't think Stephanie. She didn't have the energy before. Yeah, Remember if you when put her she in did as the, the, the heel color commentator, fine. But Stephanie can't be a lead announcer. Well, she, why not put her the heel one? She does like her damn daddy. Her daddy like interjecting stuff in every goddamn thing. Well, yeah. So why not? Like Shane don't do it. You need somebody in the family to your offspring to interject themselves in all this crap. And actually, I don't like lead on commentary either. Come to think about it, she she. She's, you gotta like match. The, you gotta match the energy. We, you gotta we, find a way to match the energy. We need one hill. We need one person to know something. Then we need a Brian Saxon. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's how it always been. I'd rather have David O'Tonga than Brian Saxon. First of all, <laughs> one. You right. <laughs> you right. It's, it's it's only three black announcers, and Saxon's like the third worst. <laughs> and and the other one says Shucky Ducky Quack Quack. <laughs> hey man, don't talk about GI bro like that. King Joker says Trish Stratus said on Twitter that she wants to face Mickey James at the women's pay per view. I would be okay with it. That's a rematch that's due from that's a long, like long time long ago. Time. Yeah, definitely. Who? Uh, Trish Stratus <laughs> wants to fight oh, word, Mickey word. James at word. the first that, pay per view. That's a feud that if Mickey James don't come out with a skirt, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to see her. She has to have like this. She, that, she, that, she, the crazy. She, yeah, she got to go back to the crazy thing. Yeah. I need to see that rematch. It's just like watching Brock and um. Goldberg, we got they got a ring. I said this is like the rematch that we waited for that was right, and it lasted what thirty two seconds yes. with, with AJ Lee. When a, I felt like AJ Lee had that gimmick with like she, Mickey James. AJ Lee was it, it went from Lulu Vachon to uh, Victoria to Mickey James to yeah. AJ Lee. Those are the only four women there that had that crazy pack down. And as of right now, I'm kind of thinking that they probably going to hit. AJ Lee and actually do she want to show up, but she probably gonna deny it. Um, big shout outs to Amanda Jordan in the chat. What's going on? Laurent, I haven't watched WWE since Mania. So I don't know what's going on. Um, so can someone tell me what's going on with the WWE? It's uh, it's flipping all over the place, Laurent. NXT's the sure. place. Yeah, NXT's right now the place, which I don't watch it for some odd reason. But. I know, it's really weird. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I got to I got to argument at my job about the product about Raw SmackDown NXT. Yeah. And some dude was like, I don't watch wrestling no more because NXT, he's like, Raw SmackDown is trash. So why you not watch NXT? 
He was like, I don't know. I said, then you're not really watching wrestling. Like, what are you missing? Like, you don't watch 205 Live either? He's like, no, nah, that shit was whack. I said, nah, Triple H took that over. That, 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 that changed, like, a couple months ago, bro. Like, those are the shows you watch. That's like watching WWE and After Air versus WCW. And watching it now is like watching TNA, like, a couple years ago. The Boomer 418, Rouse versus Oscar at Evolution in October. Uh, Brain <clears throat> Seamus Blazer. Oh, and the rest of the real four horsemen. Well, Shayna Blaze is going to be up anyway. Her ti- her title is, is on the line. All the, all the women's <laughs> heavyweight titles from all three brands are on the line at pay-per-view no matter what. So she's still a champion. She's going to be on the show regardless. Just who the hell is she going to face? People are people are fighting, says Marvin. Oh, oh he's answering Laurent. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> uh, give me your shirt, Darth. And uh, apparently Darth is challenged Amanda Jordan in a T-shirt on a pole match. When and where says Amanda Jordan? When? When the fuck? What is happening? <laughs> At WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. Wow. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'll be there with the water gun. Whoever, whoever gets shirt first, it's gonna be a wet t-shirt contest. The Boomer Four Eighteen Luna was straight nuts, like her uncle Mad Dog, uh, Vacon. Yeah. Vacon. Luna been gone for a while. Luna passed away like <laughs> years ago. Like I think like four, four or five years. Vicky Guerrero should be the GM of Evolution, says uh, uh, King Joker. Yeah, but we know Stephanie's well, going to be in that place. You don't need a GM for a pay-per-view. They're, they're going to probably start making... I got a feeling down the line they're going to end up making just a women's show. They might as well because when Triple H talked about it, he was like... He was like, he said he wanted to take all the wrestlers from across the board of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and... NXT UK. Okay, yeah. So he named them as like their own separate brand also already. So I, I don't see why not at this point. Because WWE Network got what? A thousand and one shows that people already seen over yeah. and over. Why not just add another show up there? Might as well, man. You might as well, man. What day, what time, what year, says Amanda Jordan. I'm still at Dukemania 2. Oh, Dukemania 2. Uh, they should make women tag team championship. Yeah, that's what we're talking about, Joker. Uh, maybe maybe they might uh, crown new tag team champions at the new pay-per-view. Who knows what's going to go on. But uh, that was basically what was in our heads first before anything. We thought uh, that maybe they were going to introduce the tag team titles first. I didn't know they were going to actually introduce the pay-per-view. Um, it sounds like it's going to be pretty legit, so I can't wait to see what's going to go on in October. Um, the Mass Savior Cody, what's going on, brother? How you doing? So, guys... Who already knew this was going to happen? That the big dog catches an opportunity already at SummerSlam. Oh, I can tell you. You the- see how it happened? The- this is what makes me mad, bro. They give you hopes. No, nah, I don't give you hopes. They give you hopes that maybe Roman might not make it where he has to make it. Nah. And then apparently they just dumb you down you hard. Sh- you you should have knew this was going to happen. Once Bobby beat him easily at a pay-per-view, you knew he was not winning that match for the title. It was a clean, it was a clean match, though, right? It yeah, was clean. It was clean. clean. And the sad thing is, their ratings went down to the lowest it ever been when they found out Roman Reigns. Oh, Roman my God. Him, I would imagine. Their ratings went down. Like they, their ratings was just kicking back up with Roman not being up there. And as soon as they made Roman main event, their ratings shot right back down to low again. Because the thing is, Roman Roman made it clear. Remember that day went on when he was just like, I just want to fight. That made it sound like he just... Like, he didn't want to like, be. He didn't want to be part of the universal title. He did that. He did that back on um, up, up, down, down. 
when they was like the one um who was it, it was Rusev playing someone else in FIFA and they was like you gotta face the champion and Rusev looked at he looked at Roman he was like you know about that right Roman was like look bro I don't want to even be in that picture to be honest but they keep throwing me in there mm-hmm. Roman even said it himself he like I don't want to be in the picture but they keep pitting me as a guy. Now he now, now you're at that point now like shit all you can do now can be the guy Vince not gonna take you out of the picture yeah I mean get injured but even even at that man uh, of course we can't blame him due to the fact that you know it's a job he has to do he has to I don't do. I don't blame him I blame you know? I blame Drake he bringing light skinned dudes back into power again <laughs> him and the Rock both both are the the reason why Roman Reigns is where he at right now. So I don't that know what just match. happened to my. Oh, okay, start updating. I'm like, what the hell just happened? What about to say that was that was Bobby's match because I really. I've, we, how long have we been wanting to see Bobby versus Brock? Uh, eight, nine, ten years. I don't want to see Roman for the seventh time. Seven, not the luckiest number right now. So, so let's 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 think about it now. What do you think is going to happen at this pay per view? I'm really. Do Bobby you think that? We're gonna have, we're, of course, we're probably not gonna have Roman Reigns as a champion. He's not gonna be the champion. So, he, or if he wins and Braun cashes, that's that's the whole idea. That's why Vince put the, the briefcase on Braun anyway. But did the but did the uh, the match happen with with Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens? Nah, uh, Kevin nah. Owens would have won. Mm-hmm. He would have took the briefcase. Nah, that's no, a, no, 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 no. That's a this pay view popping yeah. up now. That's a pay view match. SummerSlam. Yeah. So yeah. what happens? What happens? All right. What would happen if Kevin Owens would have won? As of right now, and we look at it, they're still cashing in on Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's, so imagine matter. that. Kevin Owens coming in and cashing on Roman Reigns, I and be, he wins the I belt. Be, I would be pissed off. You know why? Because Finn Bella still ain't never get his rematch. <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to get his I'll be, rematch. I'll, I'll be pissed off. No matter how much he changes, what happened to the demon? Um, it's not even there anymore. They talked about that shit, too. Somebody talked about it, and I forgot to like read that damn thing. They talked about him be, doing the demon thing. I don't know. It was something with um, it was something with talent relations and fucking creative. I changed the channel once. Roman said, "I'm the top dog." Get used to it. Glad I just found out CMLL does live streams on Monday nights. Says Israel. Mm-hmm. It says Israel. So the big dog is is gonna be champion. He's gonna lose it. He's gonna lose it. We already know he's gonna lose it. But. Can Kevin Owens beat Braun Strowman and get that money in the bank? I, I feel like it's going to happen, and I feel like um, it's going to mess up another opportunity for Braun Strowman to get the title. Yeah, it probably. Is. I feel like they're not going to get they're not going to give Braun the title. They're the, not going to give it to him. Bro. The whole reason the whole reason why he won the money in the bank in the first place was Mister Man had in his mind that Roman was already going to face Brock for the belt regardless. But if it turned out bad, like backlash, mm-hmm. Braun was the Braun was the trump card to mm-hmm. come out there and cash it in to make the make the pay per view end be nice as it could be. If Braun was Lou and Kevin Owens still won it, it would still go the same exact way. So let me look at it. If Roman wins or don't win, Roman's not leaving it as champion for like longer than probably like two three minutes. King Joker has a good point. Kevin Owens wins with the help of Sami Zayn. What, what that fucked up arm of his? He gonna break that shit and be gone for two years. <laughs> you never know. It, it could it could happen. It could happen. Maybe Sami Zayn might come back and really do something to cause Braun Strowman to lose that money in the bank. Mm, you got a better chance of throwing Ellsworth in there. They have, yo, they have to throw a curveball, bro. If they're gonna make SummerSlam really good, because of course they got this whole uh, main event with Roman. Probably, it's probably gonna be a, a main event with Roman Reigns and um and Brock Lesnar. 
they're going to have to throw a major curveball, bro. Like, they're going to have to, like, really surprise us in order for for SummerSlam to be good. Surprise me with Braun coming out there and giving somebody a curb stomp. Damn, bro. Like, <laughs> That, that surprised me. I sit up and t- I sit up and throw my TV across the room. What the hell is happening? But what I will say will be the match of the night for SummerSlam is going to be AJ and Samoa Joe. I don't know if it's going to be the match of the night. Cause I don't I, know, I, it's weird. When Vince paired AJ with people he already faced before, their matches get dumbed down like to the best of their abilities. Yeah, and it's starting to suck. Yeah, it's starting to suck. Like, if you put AJ against anybody he ever faced on that roster, I'm not excited like I, I would be if you put him on there with anybody outside the company. The only thing that, only, like, quote-unquote dream match was AJ Finn because they gave him plenty of time. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and because the match had no consequence, it was just like, oh, like, just go wrestle. Like, we don't care what you do. You want you want to jump out? You want to jump from the, the rafters? Go ahead, jump. <laughs> so King Joker feels that the main event is going to be AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the World Heavyweight Championship. It can be. Yeah, it it can, can be. be. Joker, due to the fact that, number one, Vince is not going to allow it. And number two, um, it's, it's, Reigns, it's it, no, no, it's it's because they have, they're going to have to leave that championship match for last. They're going to have to be able to yeah, throw a curb. Brock, a curb. Of course, it's the main event. They have to throw a curve at us in order for anything to pop. Uh, I heard that John Cena could turn heel in the near future, says the Matt Sierra Cody. Yeah, when he retired and uh, come back as the old John Cena. <laughs> apparently, that's what they've been talking about the whole time. So, who knows? Uh, let's see. Let's see. So, pretty much with with SummerSlam being the next pay-per-view coming up, let's figure out and see what they're going to actually do for us. Hopefully, it turns out to be good. Are we loading? Oh, we good? No, I'm okay. good here. Okay, then it's probably me. Um, no, I'm not buffering. I'm good. So, <clears throat> oh, it is me. Why are you installing, bro? I didn't tell you to install. It don't listen what, to you. YouTube update? Uh, everything is updating oh. right now. You know Jesus. why? You know why? Because it does, it does the first rule of Duke. Oh, don't follow it, no rules. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love you now. <laughs> I love you now. I think it's like, oh, you want you want to watch us real quick? Let's go ahead and shut you down quick, bro. Upload, upload you real quick. <laughs> uh, Israel, I don't think it's going to take the match of the night. That's what that's what they said about AJ versus Nakamura, and look what happened. You got a good point there, Israel. A- Definitely. AJ, AJ Nakamura match should have took match of the century because we, sure. we know what they're capable of. Like, these two dudes could put on probably an hour-long match mm-hmm. and not be tired. Mm-hmm. And, Vince was and not like, see the same move twice. And Vince is like, you know what? I need both of y'all, so go out there and do the less moves you do in your movements. <laughs> Why? You know what? Like, uh, like, yeah, okay, if if they knew ahead of time, okay, we're going to have a, a, a trilogy match. They're going to you know, three pay-per-views in a row. The third one, when they had the quote-unquote street fight or whatever, that turned out to not be so much of a hardcore match. But anyway, that should have been the one, go do everything. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if, I'm telling you, as long as Vince sitting in that seat back then, Gorilla with the headphones, it ain't going to happen. But we get, like, how we got a stream rule where Vince was like, I got to go quick. Hey, honey, you in charge? Mm-hmm. Then things go the way that the life should be. Somebody has to prank call him and tell him, hey, man, something's happening at the XFL. But, <laughs> hey, hey, we got to buy him the XFL. He told us to throw in $2 billion. Vince was like, we back, guys. <laughs> Gone. Like, all right, H, look, you got, you got three hours. Where, you do got what you can. Do what you can. When Vince uh, called you back, the paper should be over. We should be packing up. Gone. <laughs> King Joker. The ring truck should be should be gone. Everything. Right, everything should be gone. It's like, oh, what what decisions did you make? I don't know, man. Watch the show. I forgot. Vince gonna go home like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, look, look at the Raiders though. 
See? Yo, don't judge me by the past, man. Don't judge me by the past. <laughs> Roman jobbing. What's wrong with you? I'm like, you know what he jobbed to? What? He tried to save his career. <laughs> King Joker. Dean Ambrose is returning at SummerSlam to help Seth Rollins win the IC Championship. I don't want that mm-hmm. to happen. Mm-hmm. I want Dean Ambrose to come back as a heel. He's not coming back no time soon. They still have, they have nothing. They haven't, Creative have nothing for him. The crowd was so chanting Ambrose the whole night. I know, but Creative have nothing for him. Because, like, look at the bar. We just seen them since when? Since the their little trade-off. They were there for like that first month after the. They was there with a trade off that one match, and then we ain't seen them until last night. Yep. They have creative has nothing for them on SmackDown. Like it's hard, it's hard for creative SmackDown to make anything for these people because <laughs> they just don't know where to take their storyline. They they give they they do the weird thing. They're not like actually ever when you one faction and you got to beef with every faction. So you got a storyline with anybody get a chance. Mm-hmm. If you a faction, you got to be with just this faction. But everybody else, they get pushed aside. They don't get rats ass about them. Like they don't have the time to write nothing for everybody. So Israel says, uh, wait, no, the match here Cody says, maybe Zeno can take out both Brock and Roman, then Owens, Strowman could cash in and win the title. I'm telling you right now, I don't want to see Cena at yeah. all. I'm kind of, I'm at the, done with Zeno. I'm at the point right now that I am happy with John Cena being away like this, because now we finally see what WWE looks like without just John Cena, it's always the main picture. Well, we just, just got to get rid of Roman Reigns, well, still, yeah, that's what and then saying. it would be like, you know, heaven on earth, but better. Heaven is a place on earth. Ooh, it's been a while since you saw him. Yeah, right. Isra, you said that last week. I know. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm gonna keep saying every time you sing that. It's been, it's been a while. He got new tracks for his album <laughs> LP slash uh, EP mixtape. <laughs> Can I get the eight track version? I still got eight. That's the bon- That's the bonus track. Yeah, <laughs> you know, setting. I really do. <laughs> I really own a Betamax. Don't ask me why. I just really own one. What? What? What you own? A Betamax. Yeah. Yeah. The thing before the VCR. I own one of those. For I, real? My father had it in storage, and he, he was like, do you want it? And I was like, it's old technology. I ain't never seen it. Yeah, I'll take it, and I've been had it ever since. It's, it's actually in storage again. Really? I've been had it, I've been had it for a few years. Don't ask me why he even had one. I didn't think he even had one, but he had one. Wait, was your dad a player in the 70s? No. Nah. Oh. He was just think of me with a hot top fade and more quiet. Oh. I remember a day that my father came to my house with a crate of Sega Genesis. There was like seven Sega Genesis systems in there. <laughs> what in the fuck? I was like, where in the hell did you get this? He said he brought it from some guy, some homeless guy, for see, $20. See, that sounds even more worse. <laughs> as, as the story goes on, it gets worse and worse. He <laughs> stole them. So you came in the house with a crack Sega Genesis. <laughs> then you got seven. It went from worse to worse. worse. <laughs> oh, we get it from a crackhead. Right. And it got worse. How much? $20. Oh, these are <laughs> stolen. <laughs> we all going to jail in the house. And they all have the same game, Comic Zone. <laughs> He stole those from Funko Land. <laughs> Yo, oh, man, that sounds terrifying. That's like me coming to your house with like like 15 PS4s. Like, I got the PS4. I bought them a crackhead. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that happened. It just happened out of nowhere. <laughs> that that sounds terrifying. I can't even imagine somebody coming out like, I just got seven Sega Genesis. <laughs> what? Take them out of my house. Yo, Sega Genesis. Get them out of my house. Seven Sega Genesis in a crate. Wait, what year was this? This was a while back, bro. Like, this is when. This is when Super Nintendo was out. Okay. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. I think. That's what I'm saying. This is popping. At least it's, at least it's the like, correct era for it to be there. Look, I don't I care think, what I'm is. not sure. I, no, no, yeah, it is. It is. It was. Look, it was. I don't care what area it is. You still got like, a seven second genesis. You got some You got some questions you got to answer. He had he had the, the old school ones and the new school ones. And I had the uh, the mega pack where <laughs> where you're. You know, it's like a like you like a like the game shark. Pretty much, you put the packs and it runs in like thirty two. 
32, oh my God, uh, what's so your, name? Your, your daddy got it from the ultimate good crackhead. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> your daddy kept his phone number. You might need him for some special Lord. projects. <laughs> he had he had the legit Ren and Stimpy, bro. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. So, uh, Israel says, also, Vince is going to wait. Uh, oh, want Roman to shine the brightest that night. So he might try to water down everyone else. Vince wants Roman to shine so bright, but Roman can only take so much penis from Vince because it's not going to happen. I just wonder. I just wonder what runs through his mind sometimes, bro. Like I wonder what he really feels if, about the whole situation. If you, if but you then the guys is, in the back, they tell you the same exact thing. Nobody knows what's running Vince with me in mind. He's just a working machine. Nobody knows how his brain works. It just works. <laughs> then we have um, Amanda Jordan. Is Brock actually going to show up, or his horse cow is still keeping his universal title warm? They probably they're probably laying on it right now. Probably got one one to one the others. Yeah, keeping the keeping the milk cold, keeping the other warm. Janelle Jackson, who wins the SmackDown Women's Championship at SummerSlam? I don't know, Janelle. I mean, it, it could be it Alex the Hill. Hey man, I don't Messiah. like blue like that. I like I had to go to Raw and get the Raw one. I don't I, care. I like no, red. no, I love. The bl- I love the SmackDown one, bro. I know, I, I'm a, I'm, that one looks I'm, I'm way a, better. I'm, I'm a fan of red, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't go blue. I don't do, I don't do blue. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I do red all day. King Joker, Roman Reigns is the new John Cena. Yes, the match favorite yeah. Cody says, or everyone could Ten- go after Roman and Brock and let Mister Money in the Bank cash. Technically, John it's Monster in the Bank. Monster. Right. In the Technically, bank. Roman Reigns would never be John Cena because John Cena was like that at one point. Yeah. Roman was only like when he was in when he was a part of the shield. Once they let him go, and he started being the way he was. Mm-hmm. He'd never been like this much. John Cena when he no, was no, a heel, he liked this much. The first year when they were building Roman, mm-hmm. we were cool with it. I still yeah. wasn't. But when when he should have got the title that first time, and they didn't give it to him, and they kept saying no, 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 and then they gave it to him. That's when we hated him. I hated See, him. No, when they I liked up the group. it. I liked him. Don't get me wrong. I liked him when. When he beat the Undertaker, and then he came back that when he when Monday Night Raw was on because we didn't know he was going to beat the Undertaker. No, we knew that we knew because Brock Lesnar was the, the the one that was surprising, mm. but we knew Roman Reigns was going to beat Undertaker. And when he was in the ring, and he gave people only a couple words, only a couple words. Let everybody boo him so much. Every single time he tried to talk, people were booing him. Now the, that was that was the time where Roman should have turned heel because when he said, "This is my yard now," drops the microphone. That was one of the best promos I've seen that Roman Reigns has done. Yeah, because it was so short and only like two words. Yeah, and um, and, 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 it, and it and it amped up the crowd so much. I'm so imagine right now, him turning heel at that time. I'm gonna tell you right now, I like the Roman when he's a part of the Shield when he just didn't talk. Mm-hmm. He was like Batista; he was just a muscle. Yeah. And once he started talking. And I was like, yeah, his mic skills, I but it's not. It's like Tapara, Dean, or Seth. They've been doing it for so long. Yeah. I was like, I can deal with him for a while. But then when they started like pushing him as the main event every fucking week, I was like, ah, I could care less for this dude now. Like, if you really yeah. looked at it from the beginning, like Dean was the quote unquote leader slash main event guy. Yeah, and he got the singles title. He did the most of the talking. And then they kind of switched it to Seth doing all the talking. Yeah, because like Seth, because Seth was the guy that could perform. He could go out there and do a thirty minute match and be like good after. Yeah. And the Roman was just there to be Roman. I'm telling you, if we if they did the spot like they were supposed to and didn't choose Roman and chose Cassius Ono, this would we would not have this issue right yeah. now. It would be so much different. Hell, the show might be still together for a, a good minute. They probably been like the longest running faction right now, still tearing up shit. Amanda Jordan says, this is my yard in Paige's house, the house that AJ Styles built. 
You know what? That actually works. <laughs> yeah. yo, That's funny. That's funny. Yo, what, yo, what do you think if they changed Roman, Roman with the SmackDown? How would that be? Uh, first of all, it's not going to happen. B, we, wait, we said saying about John Cena never going from SmackDown to Raw, and then look what happened. And he ended up doing it. Yeah, because eventually you got to put the big guy on the big show. Yeah, if you got to think about it, technically Raw supposed to be his biggest show. With SmackDown is like the better show. So if you want to make SmackDown better down the road, what do you do? You put the big guy on the little show. So eventually Roman will be over there, and then everybody's going to be like, what do you do? I'll watch a Raw. Let's watch SmackDown. I'm watching Raw. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Tommaso Ciampa beat Aleister Black for the NXT Championship, says King Joker. Dude, I said that last week. <laughs> yeah, but he, he just said it now. Yeah, man. It, uh, hey, bro, it, that guy, that guy's Ciampa's good, bro. Hey, he's man. On, he's on fire. He is Brandon not ball, no one, Don't forget he was a lawyer back in the day. Oh, so then that's what he probably did. I know. He was, <laughs> no, no, no. He was, he was, he was, he was, he was Masai Mustafa's lawyer when him and him, him, Mustafa and us and had that beef. Yeah. That dude that came along here, that's Chompa. Really? Yeah. yeah. He was their lawyer. Wow. Because yep. he posted a picture going, huh, started as a lawyer, now I'm, the, now I'm the best healer in the business. I was like, you know what? That makes perfect sense because most people hate lawyers. So, yeah, he got it right. You know that, um, Heyman. what is that? I'm surprised he's not Paul Heyman guy for real. I forgot the independent, uh, the independent wrestler who, who wrestles around. He sometimes wrestles around New York, where where you know Vince Steele and everybody else basically wrestles. When he was one of the security guards, when Roman Reigns was in the ring. You talking about Danny Mac? No, yeah. not Danny Mac. No. Which, which one? It it was, been, um, but it's been a couple people. Because what yeah. you call it? Did, did you watch Two or Five Live? When recently? Yeah. No. Um, remember um. With the Pro Wrestling Magic, we saw that dude, um, Ace, the one that came out with the cane in the cart. That, yeah. That, yeah, he was up there. Oh, yeah, he's on 205 yeah, Live. Yeah, I was like, look at that. I said, yo, everybody yeah. that we meet is showing up on wrestling. Man, we got to start talking to I heard, people. I heard he was on 205 <laughs> Live. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, fighting Lucha, though. Fighting Lucha Party. And I ain't going to lie, they got a cool-ass shirt. Mm -hmm. It's the old In Your House logo. And it just says, Lucha House Party. And the same logo. I was like, I, I don't know why I want the shirt. <laughs> it's so old school and it looks so dope. Took them a while to get a shirt, though. Yeah. I'm trying to think of his name. I forgot his name. I cannot believe I I can't think of his name. Um, it's an indie wrestler. It's, it's an indie wrestler who it. who was wrestling for. I gotta find him. I gotta find him. I'll find him sometime later, uh, and I'll probably bring it up to the podcast sometime later if I find his name. Everything else, but uh, I remember seeing him in a video of uh, when he was playing a security officer. Uh, he came in to get when uh, Roman Reigns was going crazy, and and. I think he attacked Vince McMahon at the time, and the, and the security officers came out, and he was actually one of the security officers. He took a he took a uh, Superman punch at the time. I was um, a lot of people. We saw Danny Mav. We saw him. Hell, everybody remember Sheamus and the whole DX fiasco. Mm -hmm. Everybody remember um, uh, Mr. Glorious being a cop for Triple H in the early years. Mm -hmm. It's like, it, get, it looks weirder and weirder when you start realizing so many people have been there for so long, and then they come back wrestlers, and they act like they never was a part of that. When CM Punk was the uh, one of the bodyguards for Cena at Mania. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. Or Dean Ambrose was a druid for Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> the, the most weirdest one was Braun Strowman being one of the Rosebuds. No. Yeah. No. Everybody that was on damn near the roster now was a Rosebud. That yeah. <laughs> me. Like, even James Elwood was a Rosebud. And he had a, that, that hamburger t-shirt on. I was like, I don't remember seeing him there. Yeah. And, this, and, I looked up and I was like, oh, crap, he was there. Not even Braun Strowman. I never knew that he was in there, bro. Braun the other dude from the Vibe Villains, um, I um, forgot his name. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, um, 
Elias. Yeah, I was Elias. like, what the hell? It's like, yo, everybody's on the, the roster that's popping now was all a part of the Rosebuds. I feel bad. I like, I want to be a Rosebud at that time. Janelle like, Jackson says he beat Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. In 2K. And <laughs> everybody could do that. Now beat the, now beat the Untake on Legendary with the AI turned up. Let's see how you talk. No, man. Remember how they used to have, um, no, no. which beat 2K was it? Which 2K was it where you had to beat the street? You had to beat the street. Yeah, like two, that, 2K13. Oh my, yeah. that was dope, bro. Yeah, because he had he had like infinite finishes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Let me tell you what I did when I found that out. I went to set and took the AI and I <laughs> down. Simon Gotch. <laughs> there you go, Simon, Simon Gotch. Gotch animated yeah, Thank I turned, you. I turned, family I turned. Look, I turned that down and I turned on my moves to be more powerful. And I would just go in there and hit him with two clotheslines and then a spear. My special be up special special one two. Oh, you want to jump out? Three I more think, moves. I think again. everybody was cheating because everybody started picking Goldberg at the time. Bro, there was no way you could really beat this man. <laughs> I only, you could play with John Cena. He got the most jump out ever. You could not be Undertaker. It was Yo, just impossible. You would have to hit like at least nine to ten finishers on him in order to beat the Undertaker, bro. Just assuming he doesn't beat you up and kill your health, we need to bring that back. <laughs> I don't want to bring that back because I like my controllers. <laughs> I love those. I don't want to pay sixty dollars or fifty five for a pre owner. I just don't. We, we need to bring that back. I would be mad as hell. <laughs> So, all right, guys, let's move into the next segment here, whatever. We're going to talk about uh, Bleacher Report put out some news about WWE SummerSlam 2018. We're going to be talking about the worst matches in pay-per-view history. All SummerSlam pay-per-views that went by in WWE, WWF, we're going to find out in the, uh, we're going to find out and see what are the worst pay-per-views in history that they had they had to listen they had like 10 of them so we're gonna go through a list and guys of course you guys in the chat gimmick can actually put in let me know exactly what you think was the worst SummerSlam for you every time you think every right. time you say worst pay-per-view i just think of that backlash i was at the what <laughs> every time you say worst and pay-per-view i think of that backlash i was i was at that was the worst pay-per-view I've been to in my life. So we're getting to we're gonna get into number 10 we're gonna start from number 10 we're gonna go all the way down uh, Triple H versus King Booker, 2007. I don't see that be a bad match. I actually kind of enjoyed that match. Apparently, uh, uh, Triple H wrestled, a, and, and Bleacher reports, says Triple H wrestled a brief seven-minute match that felt shorter than his unfathomable long entrance. I like how they used a big word just to say that. Yeah. It was one-sided and never once felt like Booker had a shot at winning. The uncompetitive nature and the manner of which one future Hall of Famer was diminished to make another look no better than he was entering the match renders the contest one of the worst in event now, history. Now, what year was that again? 2007. Really? Yeah, at yeah, at that at that point yeah. at that point that was that that was that era when Vic Flair told Booker T to grab their bags and then Triple H called him a boy and threw that money in his face so him to get his towel. Yeah, it made it seem yeah, all super yeah. racist. Yeah. I watched that match, and I enjoyed that match because I was like, then this might be the only time we see Booker go for this and uh, get Triple H and might win it. Because I was thinking maybe that match was like 2000, 2003. Because like, like post-Invasion era, Vince was just all about burying ex-WCW people. It, every single one of them was getting a shaft. Everybody else was getting that, that golden show with a little diamond tip. And just <laughs> jab in a minute like, eh, eh. There you go. So, number nine, 1988. Shit. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> I was one. Junkyard Dog versus Ravishing Rick Rude. So apparently it says both superstars appeared to be sleepwalking through it. 
the effort not nearly nearly what one would expect from two of the most beloved performers in the sports long and illustrious history. Who can really blame them, though, considering the entire thing was merely a setup for a vengeance seeking Jake Roberts to hit the ring and attack Rude. Whether Booking was to blame for the lackluster finish does not excuse the six-plus minutes that preceded it, though instead, Rude and JYD go down in infamy as the first truly bad match in the event's storied legacy. I don't think so. That's 1988. At that time, motherfuckers, there was there was no um, there was no, there, there was no internet. Yeah, there was no cell phones. There was no stunts. There, there was no kayfabe. There was no big no big open things niggas were doing. There was no crazy stuff happening. Technically, that would have been an okay match if they still had territory. That would have been nothing wrong with that. Now, just understand yeah. this, uh, chat I, gimmick. I think Visual Report is doing this because of how we are now, and yeah. they're looking yeah. at the past. No, they're not thinking about yeah. that at that time. And just to let you guys know, chat gimmick, this is all from Bleacher Reports. Of course, you know everybody has their own opinions on certain things. But apparently, this is the list that Bleacher Report has up to 10, and we're going to keep going. Well, just before you move on. Yeah. So the way you explain that match, remember Sting, Jeff Hardy, and uh, TNA for the title at uh, was Bound for Glory? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you had took that match, put that in the 80s, that's just, oh, Jeff Hardy was scared. That's why he, he couldn't fight him. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeff, but, Hart, Jeff Hart turned out of fighting Sting. Yeah. The match went so quick because Sting beat him so easily. Yeah, he was drugged up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the 80s, you would have never known that. Well, you would have known everybody was doing drugs, but you wouldn't have known the reason the match was so bad. Everybody roared up. Amanda Jordan says, so every single pay-per-view from 2016 and 2018 to this day, does that count? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. That, that counts to me. I, it counts to me. If it happened, it already happened, so we can go with it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, these we are, well. are SummerSlam-only pay-per-views, by yeah, the way. Yeah, only SummerSlam pay-per-views. Um, uh. The uh, the oddest oddities, right? That's what you call oh, them. Odysseys. Odysseys yeah. versus uh K and Ty. K and Ty? Kai and Ten. Kai and Ty. Oh, that's that's wait, what's what was Kai Ty? Kai and Ty was from Naki, Takamishi, Mishinosu, and I forgot uh, the other dude. Dick Togo uh and uh Ment Ment Mental Mental, I think was their name. I think I think Mental was the what's it called was their yeah. manager before what's it called came in. So apparently this was in um Oh, well, that was actually uh, 1998. Yeah. That's real. Uh, characters, of course, everybody who doesn't know, uh, Goga, Giant Silva, and Kogan made up a trio of circus freaks like characters who, along with the Luna Va- uh, Vakin and the Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, like, they were just basically, they was, how can I put this? They was um, the equivalent of a uh, reject horror movie, mm-hmm. Pitters Wrestlers. And it was just, it was just eyeball. But like I said, that was that was actual error. Name one given actual error that actually worked at that point that wasn't stupid. Yeah, because we still had a Brooklyn brawl that came out, and motherfuckers still cheered him to death. But that was his character. You, you really can't say none of them jokes was stupid. It was all good at the time. So here's what they basically say here: uh, Bleacher Report basically says choke full of unfunny comedy spots that were mostly an insult to the members of. Uh, Kai and Tai. How you say it again? Kai and Tai. Kai and Tai. who had torn the house Kai down in arenas across the globe the prior year. The match. The match. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> the match. That was, that was scary, bro. <laughs> the match was a terrible example of attitude error done poorly. That was about Venus, right? Yeah, that was about Venus. The baby, the baby faces one handily, killing the credibility of the Japanese opposition, and everyone lived happily ever after, or something like that. Or only Mishinuku uh, and Funaki would remain members of the WWE roster by the time the following years showed rolled around. 
Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> that name fits the end of that match. Indeed. Let's run down to number seven here. Jake the Snake Roberts versus Jerry the King Lawler. 1996. I was six yeah, years old by, at the by time. By that time, both of them were way past their prime. That's so your that's your Lawler. Lawler. Lalo's already the Lalo we got now. (laughs) Says, um, uh, Bluetooth report basically says, unfortunately, the rocket scientist booking the product at this time, though, the best way to play up the story was to have him feud with Jerry King Lawler, who would repeatedly jab him with jokes about his uh, sobriety and his well-documented history of addiction. If that was not bad enough, neither man was particularly good enough at that time to deliver a quality match of any kind. So when Roberts versus Lawler was announced for 1996 SummerSlam pay-per-view, many expected a lackluster in-ring result. They overrated. They overrated it. I feel like Robert watching all these matches just to see how the crowd react and tell people yeah, you're you some liars. Funny, it's, <laughs> it's funny. I feel like I want to watch these matches well, to actually well, see what you're gonna have to go exactly on YouTube and find them because you know they like to edit the audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roberts and Lawler. I, oh, I'm not looking at audio. I'm looking at the crowd reaction. Oh, okay. I, I can play the mute. As long as they like they jumping happy, they that cha- match was good. Bro, too. they changed the faces of the crowd too, man. <laughs> everybody got Roman Reigns. They, they no mercy did. <laughs> oh my god. They gave they gave everybody Gangrel's face. <laughs> <laughs> Roberts and Lawler wrestled in a, uh, a match that went alone only four minutes and seven seconds wow. and was still entirely too long. That was a good match back in the day. <laughs> that Lawler that Lawler went over and proceeded to pour booze on Roberts only made the entire ordeal even more unsettling. Yeah, like even even that feud with uh, Jericho Punk when Jericho broke the Jack Daniels on, I was like, that was weird. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It, it made sense. It made sense that CM Punk was the guy and, you know, your arms are too short to fight with God at that point. Oh, too short to box with that. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the next one here. Um, the next one here is number six, Ring of Fire match, Kane versus Bray Wyatt. That wasn't that bad. I don't even remember that match, really. You, you said the first one came to mind was Undertaker versus Kane. That's where they came to mind. I forgot they had more than one. There's <laughs> been three. Three. Yeah. That's I still not that bad. bad. <laughs> Here's I mean, it it was the worst of the three, you know, infernal matches, but it wasn't that bad. Here's here's what Bleacher Report has to say about that. Matches. The bout kicked off the pay per view event and reminded fans of why the infernal match was so seldom used and negatively criticized in the first place. The fire around the ring was designed to keep Wyatt and Kane in, and Luke Harper and Eric Rowan out. That did not work as the action spilled to the floor and Wyatt's. Minions directly affected the outcome of the bout. This was a match with a gimmick that made little sense and featured subpar action for the era in which it occurred, although the show improved exponentially later in the evening. So I mean, using big words. So maybe this, they're saying this match. With this bad for probably time. bad for the pay per view. I think itself. I think I think they meant to say it's just bad for that time era. Like this was after era when they was doing crazy like that. It'd have been okay, but at this point, then the, them matches mean nothing to people now. Like now if you look at it, all three of the infernal matches, everyone ended up outside the ring. Yeah, cause even yeah, cause even the first one until you get jumped over and yeah. can't jump over. I'm like, you supposed to stay in the ring. You outside the ring. You can't even do that in the game. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do somebody to the rope. They would just. Yeah, yeah, they start clutching <laughs> by the ropes. Like, Ain't you getting burned? <laughs> like, you should be on fire. Why are you not on fire? This game is cheating. I hate this game. Number five, Undertaker versus Common, 1995. I was five years old. 
That's the uh, attitude. That's that's that, that's what she, that's, what? that shit was fun. And all those older gimmicks, Godfather blew every possible spot. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get good until he got to the nation. Yeah. Uh, that the ta- the superstar with tattoos stri- uh, strikingly similar to those previ- previously seen on Papa Shango melted the un- the urn down and turned it into a gold chain, which he used to taunt his undead rival at every turn. Wait, I like how they said they got the same tattoo tomorrow as somebody else. <laughs> like, Bleacher Report sitting there watching this shit. People would like now watch yeah. it. They they turned apart like they was like this age. If I if I was to do a report, if we would do a report like this, I would have to think back at me at that age watching it and then figure out if I was a kid that did that match make any sense as a child watching it. But now I can just I can pick point any match now and oh, say yeah. it's trash. Their rivalry accumulated in a casket match at SummerSlam. A slow plotting contest that featured punches, kickers, kink gara, punches, kicking and rest holds and an utterly bored Pittsburgh fan base. It was the third straight Undertaker match to underwhelm at the summertime spectacular. The Phenom won the match, obviously, and moved on from the horrific storyline that had bogged down the quality of his work throughout the year. And that is perhaps the only silver lining to come out of this one. Well, if you really look at Undertaker pre-American Badass, Mm -hmm. he really worked like an 80s style, which was really slow, deliberate strikes, and holds. It wasn't until post badass when he start he made it he was more exciting. Right, that's when he started super running. Yeah. Started doing like hit clotheslines, throwing people in the top row. He was doing extra stuff that he never was doing before. Doing suicide dives and landing on his head and pulling the cameraman. Oh Jesus, he was oh man, that that was bad. You know, sad thing I've been waiting for that to be put into a game so you do it and somebody mess up like reversal, they just pull imaginary camera out of nowhere. (laughs) Be great. Number four, Diesel versus King Mabel, 1995. Yeah, that was awful. Uh, Bleacher Report says, uh, at SummerSlam in Pittsburgh, Mabel would get his WWE Championship opportunity against another big man struggling to connect with fans, Diesel. The two giants of the squared circle would work a laborious main event that lasted less than 10 minutes, but felt like it took somewhere between three and six weeks to wrap up. <laughs> Interference from Mabel's partner, Moe, the recently turned British Bulldog, and Lex Luger could not help polish a turd that was dead on arrival. Diesel won, and Mabel's days as a headliner came to a halt on the receiving end of a flying forearm by Big Daddy Cool. The only real winner? The fans, who could beat the traffic by heading out of the famed igloo a few minutes early. That was 95, right? 95, correct. Yeah. That would uh, never you can't be completely going. blame Kevin Nash for being the worst champion ever. They booked him horribly, and that's an example. I'll tell you right now, like I said, to beat the traffic, that still would never be backlash that happened a few months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez in 1993. Okay, yeah, that, that was that That, was that one I can't say I remember. I remember that. That was, that was bad. It was just so bad. <laughs> Bleacher Report says it is difficult to imagine a scenario in which management sat together in a room, envisioned a feud between The Undertaker and Giant Gonzalez, and actually thought it was a solid idea. And if that was not enough, they watched their WrestleMania, uh, their WrestleMania abomination, and thought, you know, a second pay-per-view match between these two would be money. Yet the 1993 SummerSlam brought with it a rest-in-peace match between the Dead Man and the muscle suit-wearing Giant from Argentina. 
like the unformant, like like the aforement, uh, like the aforementioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> WrestleMania, I saw the match was. Yeah, these guys are using big words. I'm saying, well, what? Why are you using big words? The match was uninducing. <laughs> right? Uninducing. Right? Yeah. Like real words. I'll let yeah, he go. just used it. Amen. Undertaker <laughs> went off a flying clothesline because his opponent was too tall and uncoordinated to do anything else. And by the time the show concluded, Gonzalez was a thing of WWE's past. That the rest in peace stipulation meant little more than placing a, a, a ref at or near the falling body of the loser only cemented the match's legacy as one totally reeking of lameness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that match right there, I watched as a kid. It's weird to see a man come out there almost eight foot tall in a body spandex to airbrush it look like he's naked with muscles and hair on it. Mm-hmm. It was just awkward. It was. It was awkward. It was I, really I, awkward. And I didn't get it, man. The whole match went down. I was like, first of all, Untaker looked like a four-year-old fighting a 13-year-old. Mm-hmm. What, what's the um? What's the bag? Oh, Gil. Gil from Street Fighter Third Strike. Yeah. You know what basically. I'm saying? Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Who's the other guy? The um, the guy who wears the, the underwears. Urine, I think you, his name you're, is. You're, somebody you like yeah, that. Yeah. Marv. Urian. There you go. I like how you said Marv. Urian. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he was like that. He looked at just like that. Uh, we're down to our last two here. We are at number two right now, which is Fong Stink Face Match, which between the Cat versus Terry Runnels in 2000. I don't see that wrong. At that point, that, at that point, those matches that, was the most yeah, one to see matches. That, the whole bra and panties, evening gown, mud match, pudding match. That was. It like, was just for us to be get hard going to the bathroom and just think about some things. <laughs> yeah, because after the match, they'd have a nice, you know, nice little interlude so you can go rub one out. <laughs> we're like, hey, we're gonna talk about the next match. Twenty minutes. That's all I need. <laughs> Come back. Woo! What are you talking about now? That was a burden lifted from my soul. <laughs> so comments, Bleacher Report. While WWE currently celebrates the announcement of its all-women's evolution pay-per-view on October 28, the ghosts of its past treatment of female superstars creep up from the time to time, as is the case here. In 2000, the Cat and Terry Runnels were engaged in a never-ending rivalry. When Terry teamed with Dima Linko in a losing effort against Cat and Rikishi, she found herself on the receiving end of the Hall of Famer's stink face. Humiliated, she attacked Kat during an appearance at WWE New York and delivered a stink face of her own. With tensions kind of sort of at high, the first and only thong stink face match was booked for SummerSlam. It sounds weird, bro. And and I don't know. It, it sounds the weird. The match just. Look, look, it sounds weird, but just imagine the first time you heard Braun Payne match, pillow fight match, evening guy match. Yeah. They all sound weird until you realize you're about to see some. Free butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the way you're like, you know what? Maybe, maybe this match might work for the next few minutes. If the title of the match is not cringe-worthy or embarrassing enough, the match that unfolded in the ring certainly was. Compromise of unfunny comedic spots and interference from Al Snow and Perry Saturn at ringside. It mercifully ended after just three minutes when Cat rubbed her backside in Terry's face. Yes, you read that correctly. No, it probably still does not make sense, even with context. The match was the last of its kind and signaled the end of Cat and Terry's months-long feud, so there's that. See, that last sentence proves that this was written from the perspective of a non-wrestling fan. Correct. Because they don't get it. That, and that's what it is. And, and that's what it is. It, it's, all, it's based off of opinions off of Bleacher Report. 
the person writing this might not be might not be a wrestling fan. Of he, course, as he you just got into wrestling like two years you, ago. As you notice, <laughs> not, not even, not even. But as you notice, more of the comments that are coming from the from from all these matches, and even talking about the past, they didn't know nothing about the past. Mainly, everybody was mainly amazed of how wrestling worked back in the day, how they built storylines every single time, and the storylines that they built were incredible. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, it's more of the entertainment side where everybody just wants to see flips and, and all the craziness. You know what I'm saying? Spot they want to see spot moves, correct. So Young Bucks, that's how I call it. <laughs> <laughs> so the last one, chat gimmick, the last one here. And yes, this is a bad one. Number one of this uh, bad paper uh, uh, matches. Is it Roman Reigns or what you call it, Backlash? <laughs> Undertaker versus The Undertaker in 1994. How was that bad? At, at, at that age, who the fuck thought they would bring another Undertaker in and look like Undertaker? <laughs> that, that's where that's where we... We're, it was a good concept. It, 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 it was it. That was a good concept. The Kane on Kane match was a bad concept. Yeah, because Gallo's face is just awkwardly shaped. And then he's not as tall, so his boots had to have like an extra thick piece of sole. Yeah. So it, just, it looked weird. But that Undertaker, Undertaker, it was like the same height. Mm. They kind of actually looked the, looked the same. same. So I like, was scared. I was like, "What's going on?" Because like that, that, that came from the video game. Like you put Undertaker twice, he would have silver and he would have purple. So you also you see a silver and purple. You're like, "Oh, wait a minute now." This was this was cool before um we got Suicide. A guy made in the game became a real wrestler. That was that that was, that was the beginning of that. Man, look, I thought when they were going to go at it, I thought they were going to go at it like WWF WrestleMania for Super Nintendo. <laughs> I thought they both were going to come out and press an X, and they had the purple gloves turn into some stuff, and, and, and he'll start throwing the souls. <laughs> Those were fun times. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Bleacher Report says, without a shadow of a doubt, the worst match in SummerSlam history is a 1994 anti-classic pitting The Undertaker against The Undertaker. The main the event. That's the you can tell the whole nine damn fan. The main <laughs> the main event of the broadcast. The contest was the cumulation of the months of storytelling and answered the question of just who would produce the real dead man, Paul Bearer or Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. If you guess the former, if you guess the former, you win. For nearly nine ungodly minutes, the real phenom and DiBiase bought the paid for ripoff slog through a tedious and never once mildly entertaining match before our returning hero conquered his half-assed doppelganger with a tub, uh, with a tombstone power driver. That actor, Leslie Nielsen of Naked Gun fame, was tapped to, the, to investigate the mystery of The Undertaker leading into the show, had some hoping this was merely a bit of fun, wow, a bit of comedy, meant to reintroduce the real Undertaker to the masses. It was not. The entire ordeal, at least from a storyline and in-ring perspective, was treated as a serious angle, and the result was akin to watching paint dry with binoculars. Hmm. And idiot fans, <laughs> and idiot fans, counting down every second of nine-minute clock. Now, if it, you read, you read the comments. Do they you can e read the comments. Do, do they got an email? If you read the comments, of course, like we said, this is not a wrestling. Thing. You know what I mean? They got, they got an email. Come on, write them a letter. The report is, is kind of big, so I would, I would think that. I'm going to write them a letter, like, I understand what y'all doing, but y'all need to go find somebody to really watch it. It's because I'm a Dragon Ball fan, and you see the same kind of things about Dragon Ball from people who are not Dragon Ball fans. And I still and write them too. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I write everybody. If you're going to be right, be right. Like, Dear, 
Dear Journal, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm, writing, I'm writing that damn thing like Clarissa explained it all. I'm just going to start typing. Today was a fucked up day. <laughs> no, no, when you say Dear Journal, I thought of Doug. Yeah, that's yeah. what I just said, Dear I, Journal. I really feel like I'm going to do like um, Moesha, have it talk out loud while I'm writing in the book and not looking up. That's right, but yeah. That- Miles is stupid. My daddy cheap. <laughs> he, she ain't never going to be my mother. Yo, Israel says, is- Giant Gonzalez looked like the reject from Attack on Titans. Yes. Uh, yes, he does. Uh, Amanda Jordan says, big made up words hurt, Duke. Yes, in, yes indeed they do. That's not dollar. What up? Uh, no, that, that Amanda Jordan says, you mean now. Kane versus Undertaker? No, no, no it's it actually Undertaker it was, it was versus Undertaker. Yeah. You mean Kane versus... Oh, no, oh, I read it again. Um, Israel, the best thing about the Undertaker versus the Undertaker was Leslie N- Nielsen and George Kennedy trying to solve the mystery of the two Undertakers. Yeah, you got to think about it. What year was that again? 90, that was 95. 95? Man, yeah. that, man, Pirates just came out three years before that. Everything at that point on TV was realistic to us at that age. Mm-hmm. We didn't give a rest at hell. The fans there thought it was more realistic than we did. <laughs> it, now, if I, now, if I really was a Reds fan and I watched that now, I would think it would be the stupidest thing on the face of the planet. Yeah. But at that time, WWE made that shit so legit because there was no kayfabe. So I mean, nobody really knew what the hell was really yeah, going yeah, no, on. So definitely. that was probably the best storyline they could tell at that point for doing it at that era. You I gotta mean, do it think now, about it, man. Be right. In that era, wasn't Undertaker like crazy scary? In Undertaker, that era, that era was was a he was lightning coming out of coffins, yeah, coming out of coffins, <laughs> building eyes, coffins. His eyes were always rolled back, like you walk the streets like that. Listen, man, I thought these I thought these wrestlers used to go to school with them names. Like, yo, sit there, uh, a teacher would be there doing attendance, talking about The Undertaker, <laughs> and he's, like, right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I had I had legitimate nightmares of when uh, back in the day, The Undertaker, and, the, and, 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 and when he was with Paul Bear back in the day. It was, like, like the way he dressed himself, the way he approached people, the way he was just called the dead man. He was actually a dead man. He was pale as shit. He stayed in that character from the time he showed up at, at SummerSlam all the way up into the time that he became American badass. Outside, uh, meet and greets, events. He was Undertaker, period. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't got a character. You can't tell me from being in that age to now, you go back and watch that go, that was stupid. You met Undertaker back in that time, you were probably scared as shit of that man. And, and, <laughs> and his attire. His attire makes him even more scarier. Him to have a tie. He had a, he had a purple tie on. It was a big-ass tie. She was like, yes. That shit was like a cover bun around his neck. He, he had a tie on. He had some 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 crazy uh, 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 cut sleeve. cut sleeve. Uh, it, was a, it was a cut sleeve jacket. Dra- it was a cut sleeve like... Button up yeah. vest. <laughs> button up vest. He had a button up vest. He had a um regular dress pants, the long shoes, pants. and them long ass gloves. The, and stop right. The, he had the Vegeta gloves. Vegeta gloves stop he here. Had, them shoes up here. He had he had Dexter's laboratory mother's gloves. But in purple. But in purple. He only came in two colors. He came in purple and he came in silver. Yeah, that was it. it. You that's ain't know it. no other colors. So he came in with the long hair and he had that little T symbol with X. And don't forget the hat. The hat was legit. Yo, that hat brim was like, his hat brim was the same size as Pharrell hat standing tall. <laughs> <laughs> shit was like a sombrero. It was just that big with yeah. this much top on it. Like, like, like Scary Movie 3 when the sheriff could talk. <laughs> you okay, father? <laughs> he switched back to him, came back, and the hat just kept getting bigger. <laughs> like, like, like you understand? I, I don't like. I, I, Bleacher Report is cool, but I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like I should go home and do a top ten worst things Bleacher Report could ever talk about at this no, point because 
like this is not from a real wrestling fan. Like there are people out there that just watched started wrestling, like watching wrestling like three years ago and go watch this stuff mm-hmm. and give us a better countdown than that with a real reaction to real some to some matches that we probably seen some slim. We was like, what in the fuck is this match? No, but it's that, that's what I'm saying. It's like with with most of these articles that come out, uh, no, most of this news about like wrestling and and people who do like top tens, people who do like top twenties. Uh, who, who's known? Bleacher Report. Who, what else is known that that they do? Uh, they do like top tens. Isn't it Sports Skeeds or something like that? Yes. Sports Skeeda. Yes, Sports Skeeda. They do sometimes um, top tens, but well, then most of them, when you when you read the comments and you read what they have in their in in the actual thing, it's like you read it like several times and you start to understand like these people don't know nothing about wrestling. That's like people that watch sports and don't know nothing about it, but they can sit here and tell you, "Well, you're wrong, dude. This nigga been sports analyst for thirty years. Yeah, right. He lived the sport. You just came in here talking and you have no idea what's happening." And and off their opinion, but then again, uh, to have us talking, of course, because that's, why I don't that's what we talk. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. I understand it now. So I, I'm kind of with you with him now. <laughs> we're running, we're running in time right now, man. So Alex, hit me with the over the top rope news real fast. You got some questions for us, yes, dog? So let's get into the questions you, real you, fast, you know and then we get right into you know it. Me, I can always do news super fast. Um, besides Sasha Banks telling everybody about this so-called tag team title leak. As of right now, we also have Nikki Cross getting pro- promoted up without no kind of, like, resolution. She just gets showing up yeah, on SmackDown. Up on, but okay. she was showing up on SmackDown live shows yeah. like That's crazy. True. Besides her showing up for that, NXT TakeOver is trying to have more annual events going into next year. So, just, so instead of just having war games, the other one and NXT took mm-hmm. they're going to, every time pay-per-view happen, NXT's going to have pay-per-view now. They're, gonna have, they're, they're getting Starcade also, right? Mm-hmm. That's perfect. That's good. Awesome. I, they did good with that Starcade, didn't they? They did great yeah, with they War did. Games. Real, yeah, War Games, yeah. They did really good with that. Um, also, another news, Jasmine Duke, one of the four horsewomen, debut next week at NXT. Oh, So we will have wow. three out of the four. And, wow. the, and the last one is training already in the Performance Center. So we're going to have all four women in NXT. What, what What's this uh, rumor about Cain Velasquez? From UFC in the WWE Performance Center. There's no rumor. There's, there's a video on YouTube. They got him working out at the Performance Center. Wow, then there's a lot of people from the from uh, the UFCs coming to WWE. Official Josh, what's going on, bro? A lot of people from UFC going to, over there are telling people, they're like, look, we train, for six, we, we, we train in between six months for one fight. Mm-hmm. They was like, imagine doing that every damn day. Because Kane Glassman was like, I've done this my whole life. He said, I get here, and this is the most I ever did. He said, I can't understand how they do this. That's the and same. that's crazy coming from him because he's been, what, they heavyweight champion on numerous occasions yeah. and being mad good people. You get there and you can't keep up with these guys working on this and then getting the ring dressed up. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> it's like I got a feeling like a lot of UFC fighters, they, they work on one part of their body or, or some part of their bodies. And they'll keep it at that. You know what I'm saying? With with wrestling, training of wrestling is very difficult due to the fact that it's I thought I thought it was just gonna be yeah, I thought it was just gonna be hey you 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 know uh, I'm gonna just get some cardio in you know what I'm saying and work on my arms and do all that stuff. No, bro, it's every single bone in your body you are yeah, working it's, out. It's the difference of I'm getting hit in the face for. 20 minutes a day as opposed to my entire body's being slammed for 20 minutes a day. And you'll find, and, and the thing is, you'll get, Damn. that training will see, that <laughs> training will be so crazy where it's like, you won't even, you, you, you'll find out about a part. 
of your body. <laughs> you be like, like you'll never like, know. What, what, is, what this? is this? What is this back here? Why is it hurting? Yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, I gotta go to the hospital. You never knew you had to work out. Calm down. It's true. That's that's exactly how uh, a wrestling training is, man. Um, also, the news: Undertaker has hasn't retired as professional wrestling yet. From Theodore Long, Mister Tag Team Player, himself stated that he still talks to Undertaker outside his ring, and he said. From the way it looks like it, Untaker is so low to WWE, mm-hmm. he will stop wrestling once his wheels fall off. So Untaker might still be wrestling for mm. a, a good while. And Untaker still got the schedule he got where he can show what the hell he wants. Yeah. Untaker could wrestle for a good couple more years because you're acting like he got to really be there and put his body through the, through the ring all the time now at his age. The only thing do is show up, wrestle you like, what, one time? And then just be gone for like half a year. Not like how Brock and them, you know, before, and he used to wrestle every night. Every day, and putting their body online, they'd be like Sami Zayn and be out for a year. Yeah, like, but as of right now, he's so the loyal to the company. The Miz is different. He got Maurice. He got somebody to take care of that when he go home. Um, also, two K nineteen. Like I told y'all, announcement. They got the Ric Flair pack, and this Ric Flair pack is one hundred thirty dollars. And I just want the Funko Pop and the DLC because uh, come on, a lot of shit. <laughs> Come on, a lot of shit. Come on, a lot of shit. Besides the game. Hey, man, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Remember when the Pumas came out? I that, still want those. That, that Money in the Bank Pumas? Oh, my God. I bro. still want those. I think I'm going to get them, bro. I think I want to get them. Especially to the, rock them in the summer in the beach, bro. Can you imagine that? The, 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 oh, my God. The price probably went down on them because that shit was too hype. Now, now the hype is completely down. The hype, dead. Hey, I, that, that's perfect. I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'll get them like that. Um, also, the news. I buy them from Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, did he own a pair? Yeah, uh, he did. No, he was given a pair. He was oh. given a pair, yeah. So he sucked Vince off, what you're saying? Yeah. Got it. Um, also, another new Raw viewership slightly decreases when Roman Reigns was announced as the main event of Monday Night's Raw that just passed. And that is saying a lot because it went from, it averaged normally um, 2.78 million views while last week, and this one right here, um, <laughs> Drop, it dropped down to 278, but mind you, last week, just with him not even the main event, it was 2.87, and it was still going. That was, like, when the show started. Yeah. So it dropped down just because of him doing that. Also, um, exclusively, they sat down Jeff Hardy and revealed that he said the best tag team in WWE, if they was here, would be the Young Bucks, period. For, I've, heard, I've heard a lot of rumors that he's been talking about them, like, recently. He's been saying that they're... That they've been talking have. about the that the young bucks are coming to a lot of people have uh new San Diego Comic Con had a panel with AJ Lee not AJ Lee um AJ Styles Matt Hardy mm-hmm. Becky Lynch Zack Ryder um our boy um Mister Super undefeated basically with the longest losing record uh, EG, what up bro uh basically they sat down and somebody asked him in the crowd um if you wanted to face anybody with NXT who would it be so they asked Matt Matt went through all the names of everybody. And he laughed, and he looked over at AJ, and he said, yo, is Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks here yet? And AJ was like, not yet. Not yet, yeah. And the crowd just Everybody laughed. It was like, wait, yeah. what does that mean? And I was like, yeah, nobody knows what that means. But AJ, well, AJ still talks to them on an daily, daily basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now the WWE is following them now, too. And Chris Jericho is starting to become cool with them. It's just like, it's like, it's like Vince is just trying to ease his way into their ear and be like, listen here, I ain't a devil, but I could be him if you want to be. Yeah, no, definitely. The whole time. I'm telling you. He is. That's all it was. Watch. We're going to watch that, that OG Bullet Club bullshit. It's going to, it's, it's going to be Tematoa and his family. The rest of them all going to be in WWE. Watch. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's right. Um, also, in local news, this is a rumor, but everybody's thinking about it. But everybody think that Matt Riddle might have been signed to NXT. Yeah, I've heard about it. But I heard about it, too. 
everybody like keeps saying it's just a rumor because you know Matt Riddle's like you know um, Evan Bourne and um, uh, Evan Bourne RVD um, basically um, pop problems. Basically, not pop problems. Just you know, he's a marijuana connoisseur. <laughs> so. If it makes Matt Riddle that super strong and want to wrestle, God damn it, let that man smoke that shit. <laughs> he can put on the best match barefoot in the history. <laughs> um, also, Grandmaster Sexy was arrested for DUI and allegedly running from the cops. Grandmaster Sexy, oh, bro. Had a drinking problem for a while. <laughs> yeah, that, what wasn't it, Scotty too hot? It ain't, but run away from the cops while with a DUI. Yeah. That's the first. Yeah. It all depends what state he was in, because, you know, if he had his little dark tan, oh, he was black that night. <laughs> 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 What's your name? Grandma's sexy. Get, get him out the car. You got to take him to the back real quick. Also, J- other news, Jason Jordan is reportedly still not cleared by WWE doctors to wrestle. Wow. So we don't know when he ever going to show. So him, ever gonna know. him and Dean going to show up and watch they be attacked to. <laughs> Word, right? <laughs> um, also, another news, there's still this whole talk debate about Hulk Hogan coming back, and a lot of black wrestlers are, like, against it. Against it, yeah. But they asked Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley was like me. He said, that shit don't got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, that's something that happened. The men say, sorry. if Vince and them accepted it, you can't be mad at Hogan. You got to be mad at Vince for bringing him back. You can't. Yeah. Like, you can't really be mad at the man. Like, yeah. if he's been out there not wrestling and just doing regular little things, sign up paper stuff, if y'all wasn't mad and trying to get him to stop doing that, why would you mad coming at WWE? Like, WWE is known for one thing. If you think of WWE, you think of Hulk Hogan. You think of Hulk Hogan, you think of WWE. Yeah. Like, no. it's, 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 it's a given trade, but. That's right. Right now, Bobby Lashley's like, that's nothing to do with me. He was like, I came here to wrestle. I came here to perform people. I came here to make my money. I came to do what I was made to do. Yeah. I'm not here for politics. Well, you know, he's absolutely right, man. I mean, it's right. You can't, you can't do anything, bro. If Vince McMahon allowed it, then, then be mad at Vince McMahon. But either or, you still can't be mad at him. You, you still you you still can't be mad because you know this man had a weight cap on and he said John Cena what's up my nigga yeah <laughs> yeah in front of Booker T and Charmel look at Booker T you think Booker T would have quit motherfucker in the Hall of Fame his ass ain't quit he, ain't he didn't quit. give a fuck he didn't care about that bro Booker T I, I think Booker T one of the people he already told Hogan we was gonna come for you nigga anyway so you know mm-hmm. I guess I guess it's finally time for him to say I bet, you, I bet you Booker T was like you know what I can't be mad I called him that WCW so yeah that's I mean, my fault <laughs> um also and then and also in other news. Abyss signed a new contract to stay in TNA. As of right now, Abyss is the longest wrestler in, in TNA. TNA. Yeah, big shout outs to Impact. Abyss, bro. Impact. I'm calling TNA because Impact sounds stupid still. I mean, yo, Abyss, Abyss put in work, bro. He was putting in work when when AJ Styles was around, when Christopher Daniel was around, when Samoa Joe was around. When um, he was our Mick Foley slash Untaker slash Kane of Impact, he, he, he was slash slash Mankind. Yeah, he was like all of those in one, and the monster ball matches with just all the weapons. He would just take a lot of damage and yeah. still go home with a smile on his face. We won't get that again. Not WWE mm-hmm. anyway. Um, also, Jericho is all is open to going to Impact Wrestling. Jericho, mm-hmm. yeah, I heard I heard about and, Jericho. Going. And as of right now. I'm okay with this because I haven't seen not one thing Jericho ever touched that hasn't turned into gold at this point. Mm-hmm. If he go over there, he probably could help them fucking probably get back to where they was at before. Hey, man, Jericho, bro. Jericho's making Whoa. a lot of moves, bro. Also, another thing, when um, Impact had their anniversary, guess who worked for them now, too? Santino Morella. Really? Yeah, he was there. He wow. works for the company now. I don't know what his role is, but... 
somebody put on Twitter saying that he was a part of TV taping, and if you go to the Instagram page, he literally took a picture of sending the sideline the anniversary. Hmm. I was like, I don't know what – nobody knows what his role is, though, but they know he worked for TNA at this point now. Hey, man, it's, it's looking like Impact is making their way back up, man. Uh, let's talk about the one last thing that I found out that I found very happy to see. Elias and his his album going number 13 in the charts and I rising. WWE stands for Walk, walk with, with Elias. Elias. It should be like Walk with EP because that shit popping. <laughs> I got it on Spotify. I, I got it. Up there. Oh, you got it? It's on Spotify. It is? Oh, I got to listen to it. It's on Spotify. I got to so listen to it. Like I, didn't, like, I didn't know it was Spotify until I see somebody else on Instagram post it. And it was Spotify. Was like, that's Spotify. I need to check it out. I need to check it out. Wow, that's that's crazy. Like, it, that. That's that, that's that music right there. You get one of them late nights. You just want to drive. Just turn that shit on. Yo, fucking be like, where am I at? Why am I in North Carolina? <laughs> All right, that's it for the news. Masai, man, hit us with these questions really fast yeah, before yeah, we get yeah. out of here, man. All right, tonight's topic is down since day one-ish. Oh, God, not the Uso. No, not the Uso. No, I'm talking about that, just that thing, though. It's... Did you Don't pin it in your throat. Trying to eat the microphone? Down since day one-ish. Tag team... Original Can't hear him. How the hell did that happen? How did that happen? You didn't even touch anything. Your powers have finally grown. Hold on, guys. Hold nope, on. I didn't even touch the cord because the cord is way underneath. You, you, you finally hit Super Saiyan 2. Wait, talk again, Messiah? Hello? 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 No, I can hear, I can hear him, Marv. You finally hit Super Saiyan 2. Yeah, I, I hear him. Go All right, ahead. Go ahead, All right. tag team original gimmicks. Mm-hmm. All right, the original gimmick for the New Day was intended to be a spinoff of this early Attitude Era stable. Was it right to censor? No. Because um, I thought it was just because the way it was dressed. All right, say, say it again. The original gimmick for the New Day was intended to be a spinoff of this early Attitude Era stable. The Nation? Yes. It was a nation. Yes, really. No, that was a guess. I, I because the the people. whole like church thing was supposed to be like a different take on like oh, black yeah, power. Yeah, I'm right. so happy they didn't go with that. Yeah. Even though Biggie makes a good pastor. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, they. they but they because he swipes, he had the rag. It yeah, worked perfect. Rag and the way he yells, it just sounds like pastor. Next question: What is the backstory of the Dully Boys from their debut in ECW? The backstory. The backstory. Uh, you talking, talking about when they first showed up with Spike and Dick Dudley? Continue. And they all, um, they're all stepbrothers, but technically all brothers. But, oh, crap. You're, you're, you're like, you're missing one detail. I know. Um, crap. And the sad thing is I watch ECW a lot to, like, should remember this. Mm. They're related to Chris Farley. <laughs> you know what that would, that would that would be a good thing to go with the word um shit i can't not remember it oh my god hit us with it darf originally the dudley brothers dudley boys were called the dudley brothers their dad big daddy dudley was oh, a traveling yeah. salesman who knocked up random women yeah wow. that's how we got big that's how we got bubba dean spike and big dick dudley that's why okay, well, here's Dudley. the next question. Name the other members of the, the Dudley Brothers. Oh, I just named them. There's, other than Bubba Ray, Devon, and Spike, there was Big Dick, Chubby Dudley, Dances with Dudley. You know, nobody remember who they are. What? Dudley Dudley. Yeah, I never got that one either. Sign Guy Dudley and Snot Dudley. What the hell? Yeah, it was a lot of them. Yeah. Wait, they got, wait, 
Sounds like got some action figures or something. <laughs> they they basically sound like a, a pack of trading card game. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh, here's an easy one. What did the Shield wear the night of their debut on the main roster? You want to know exactly what they wore? What did they wear? Uh, black cargo pants, black um, army boots, and long sleeve turtlenecks. There you go. I thought that was the most stupidest the thing ever. Next. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember. Oh, you remember. I remember the turtlenecks. They had shit rolled up and turtleneck was like this thing oh, yeah. around here. I was like, why they got turtlenecks on? They just couldn't put on no black shirt? Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I'm happy, wow. they, I'm happy they got shields and short sleeve shirts at that point. Now, here's here's a side, side fact. Originally, once they did start wearing the riot gear... They were also supposed to have actual shields. Oh, yeah, I remember them saying that. And that got canceled, like, literally before they walked out. I'm so happy that that did. But but they're in the WWE vault, though. They actually made them. Yeah. Ah, fuck that. Yeah, because they, they literally had them backstage, and they were debating, are we going out with the shields or not? I'd have been for that. I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not coming out with this heavy-ass shit. That'd be crazy, bro. Next question. Too sexy Brian Christopher and too hot Scott Taylor formed what tag team? Hello, ladies. Val Venus? <laughs> no. No. You know he could have been their daddy for a storyline. Yeah, <laughs> that would have worked. It would have worked. You're talking about Too Cool? What was the original Too Cool? Because uh, they were repackaged and became Too Cool. What was the original name? Because they were originally called Too Sexy Brian Christopher and Too Hot Scott Taylor. Um, I don't remember the original name. I just remember them being called that when they came out, and then also I remember like a couple weeks later it was like too cool, and I was like, when the hell did they get him a name? I think as soon as you tell, as soon as you say the answer, <clears throat> too sweet says Amanda Jordan. Close, close. Too sweet, huh? I'll skip to the next question while people think. Okay. Prior to face paint and football pads with spikes, what was the Road Warriors' original ring attire? We're talking like seventies. Late seventies. Uh, no. They, they weren't the head, the headbangers, were no, they? No, no. Headbangers a totally different group. They came okay. out uh, 99. They came out with them long ass kilts. They just yeah, remind me of a grunge. They a remind me of the game Skitchin for for Sega Genesis. <laughs> That's why. Um, without the football gear and that, they know this came with face paint on and just before the face paint. I know. I'm saying they came with face paint on before they had that crap and before that. They, first, they were originally called the Roadies. I know. The Roadies. The Roadies. Okay. Yeah, that dumb sounds name. familiar. Yeah. So what did they wear? What was their ring attire? I remember the 70s. I know it wasn't nothing flamboyant because it was big as shit at that time. It actually, it was. Was it? It was. Oh, too cold, says Amanda Jordan. Too cold? No, not too cold. <laughs> it's got two in the name. Too hot? Nope. Too corny? That would have been nice, but. It should have been. <laughs> too ass. <laughs> they were called too much. Why? Why does that sound so familiar for some odd reason? When he just said it right now, they were called too much. Too much. My brain can't regulate that <laughs> name with them at all. Weren't they supposed to have an ambiguous gay duel type gimmick? Says Israel. Is he talking about uh, Road Warriors? Road Warriors. I think. Um, kind of. Yeah. Because they're they were a cross between Brizongo and the Village People. They literally wore like black, black le- leather pants with like a little bit of fur on it, and black leather vests. That was their ring attire. You said that, and I got a flashback of Police Academy when homeboy went that gay bar. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and, it, that, and yeah. it just got dangerous and scary in my head. Yeah, now. it's like mix all that together, and that's what the Road Warriors' original ring attire was so when you, they were called the Roadies. So, so you so you saying take 
You so you think take um, take Brizango outfits, put them on AOP, and then scare the hell out of me for the rest of my life because that's yeah, terrifying. There you go. There yeah, you go. that's a, no, but, no, but, no. But it was all black, sugar, spice, and everything nice. These were the ingredients chosen to make the roadies. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> had one extra ingredient: face paint and football face equipment, paint, <laughs> face paint, and shoulder pads with spikes. Or with spikes. That's, that's, all, that's all of it. That's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, chat gimmick from all around the world. I want to just say thank you very much for joining us today on this lovely Wednesday night. Of course, check us every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time live on YouTube. On top of that, guys, make sure you guys check out the audio platforms that we have in store for you guys on Spotify, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Anchor, but mainly just Spotify, bro, because Spotify, I know a lot of people have Spotify, but check it out on Spotify. Make sure you guys check out. Um, iTunes, if you got an iPhone, definitely check us out. Hit that like, comment, share, subscribe on YouTube. And hit the notification bell in order to check out and see what we got for you guys. On top of that, make sure you check out TRST on Sundays at 11 a.m. here with Alex the Hill, Dragon, and the homeboy Jack. You definitely want to check them out on Sundays at 11 a.m. Also, on top of that, make sure you guys go to twitch.tv slash braveryarcade to check out the homeboy Marv. On Bravery Arcade, on top of that, you can check me out there as well. We're all on there. A Super Smash Brothers tournament this Friday here at 45 East Madison Avenue, Clifton, New Jersey. So be sure to come by and show me your true warrior skills. All right? So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for tuning in to the Over the Top Road Podcast. My name is D.A. Duke. I'm alongside one of my co-hosts here, the homeboy, Darth Messiah. And right to my right side is the homeboy, Alex the Heel. We'll see you guys next Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Yeah.